I'm your host, as always, Erin Pym, and I'm an erotic writer as well as the producer of the Stage Show Bedpost. Here at the podcast, I invite guests and performers from the Stage Show to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. And this week, we have a very special guest, comedian Natalie Metcalf. Hello! Hi! <laughs> this is round two. Yeah, this is our round two. Because... <laughs> Things got oh. a little crazy. Oh my god, we started recording and then there was this drilling that started happening. Yeah, yep. right above us. Like, it sounded like it was right yeah. there. And it, the more we talked, the louder and louder it got, <laughs> which meant the louder we got. So it was just us <laughs> screaming into the microphone for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we almost, we did it for like 15 minutes. <laughs> We almost did a full podcast with just screaming at each other. <laughs> oh. oh my god. It took a lot for me to finally be like, I'm so sorry, Natalie. <laughs> Gotta stop all your gold material you're throwing out right now. So we're in, for the first time, we're recording on location in the library library. of my condo. Quiet, everybody. We're recording a podcast. I don't think anyone has ever been in here, ever. That's so funny. I was just looking. There's, like, Disney movies you could go, like, VHS, Anne of Green Gables movies. 101 Dalmatians. Trivial Pursuit. Like, this place is amazing. I would live in this place. (laughs) It's I weird. Would. It's a little weird, though. Like, that's terrifying. There's another clown, clown painting b- behind you. Oh, There's great. multiple clown yeah, paintings no, in this room. That I wouldn't have. But everything else. There's so many books and, and little knickknacks. There's an old grandfather clock. Honestly, this is the weirdest. <laughs> Full boardroom table that we're sitting at. <laughs> it's kind of great. I'm going to record all my podcasts here in the future. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. fantastic. But what we realized is that the drilling probably just stopped. Yeah. Yeah, we moved... <laughs> We moved. This isn't any quieter. Condo. Yeah, it's just, just it happened to stop. Yeah, but yeah. we're going to hang out here in the library. I like it. Um, so how's it going, Natalie? Good. Still good since Still the last everything. time? You know what? Everything is just great. Yeah. Why, why rehash? <laughs> yeah, they know. <laughs> we said it once. We said it once. It's over. Uh, what we were starting to say when we uh, stopped because mm-hmm. of the drilling, mm-hmm. uh, you are married. Yes. You're I've married. I've been married for one year, almost in October. That's uh, so new. I know. It's very, very new. But also old because Andy and I, his name is Andy, have been together uh, for 12 years. For forever and a day. Yeah. Yeah. So a long, long, long time. <laughs> so even though the wedding's new, the relationship is real old. <laughs> does it feel? Does no. it feel old? No, not at all. No? Not at all. Not at all. No, we just, we're just like the two most like comfortable people with each other that's nice i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but it's very comfortable that's a great thing i think i think so did honestly did anything change when you got married um did anything change i do you feel a little different no i mean we well we bought a we bought a house yes so that kind of like those things changed like the responsibility of stuff changed a little bit but nothing like i mean i 
the moment you have your wedding, you are just on cloud nine. Everything yeah. is wonderful, and your friends are amazing, and your husband's amazing, and everyone loves you, <laughs> and then a week later, no one cares about you at all. And, <laughs> and you're all, back to exactly you're back how to you were. Yeah, exactly. You're still the same. No one, no one cares. <laughs> they enjoy it. Enjoy it. Because <laughs> no one cares about Are you ever, there. though, just like... <laughs> Hi, husband. Like, like, are you, are, you know, is he like, you're my wife? No. <laughs> no, never. No. No. No, I've never, I honestly don't use the word husband to describe him too much because I can't say it it's like still, a normal person. Does it feel person. foreign? No, I can't. No, that's, that's the weirdest thing. Well, I say it right now. Husband. Because <laughs> he's just, was, he was my boyfriend for so long. So then to say husband is so strange, I'll just say his his name. Like, he's a human being. He has yeah. a name. I'll just probably use that. He doesn't exist only by association of <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you ever say my fiancé? No. <laughs> That's the worst one. You hate that? All those wieners out there that say, say it all. Fiance. No, enough, everyone. That word needs to just die a fiery death. <laughs> How long were you engaged for? Um, For a year. For a, a year. A year and a little bit, yeah. We went, uh, we for our 10-year anniversary, he took me or we went it didn't take me but we went together to um you went dutch (laughs) we split things right down the center no we went to europe and he proposed in paris which was very sweet very very sweet but it was after a full day of just gorging myself in food (laughs) so much food like we had eaten probably like three different dinners that day and on our way home gotten crepes and then we were sitting on our balcony in Paris of like the Airbnb we rented and I was just literally just saying how disgusting I was I was like I can't believe I've eaten so much I'm Will you so marry gross me? and he was like um I have something to ask you I was like, no not now I'm so gross did he like get down on one knee he did but our Andy is 6'4 Mm-hmm. And our balcony is tiny. It was like the smaller than this table. <laughs> so he tried to like get down, but he couldn't really get all the way down on his knee without hitting the like, so he, like the gate a around squat. it. Yeah, like, he like <laughs> yeah. crouched. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, then what he did proposed, he say? And it was so sweet. Uh, I would love to tell you what he said. I don't remember. <laughs> It all happened so fast. I'm sure yeah. he said lovely things about me because I'm wonderful. <laughs> you know what? I'm sure he remembers because I'm, I'm sure, sure he, he practiced and he wrote or figured out a little thing to say. He must have. I'm sure if you ask him, he remembers. And I will trust his judgment on what it was. It was probably great. It was just one of those things where I was like, oh my God, he's doing it. I'm holding a crepe. You are? <laughs> what kind of a crepe? Oh, it? oh, I know exactly what that was. <laughs> That you remember? Yeah. It was a Nutella crepe with banana and coconut. Oh, forget it. It was so good. Proposal was okay, too. The proposal was perfect, <laughs> but that crepe, my goodness. Was what? Oh, so sex, Natalie. Sex! Sex! Did the first time you had sex as a married couple, was that, like, oh. something different? No. No! I don't think so. <laughs> Still no. Because, well, people say that you're, like, I don't, I 
want to know the the actual statistics of people having sex on their wedding night because I can't imagine that that is because it's such a long fucking it's day. It's so right? long, and I don't know about other people, but I was a drunken fool by yeah, the end too. of it. Like, yeah, yeah, I was a mess. He was fine. He was totally sober and, and would have had sex in a heartbeat. But yeah. I was you were a just... lunatic. Like, there's no possible way. I was so sick the next day because I was... Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, you just... Yeah, I told my cousins at, at the wedding, I was like, your job for the next, like, four hours of dancing is to bring me a shot every 20 minutes because I didn't want to hold a drink in my hand Yeah, because I was dancing don't... so much. Yeah. And, and they did. spill it on your dress. <laughs> yeah, so every 20 minutes for about four hours, they brought just shots over. Damn. I just did that all night long. Um, but was it different? I don't know, but there's, like, there's just, just this different, like... Like love, your love, your love. This sounds so corny, but this lo- the love is just a little bit deeper, I guess. After yeah, you get married, yeah, and so your 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 sex is is just a little bit. I don't know. There's more passion, I guess, in that first time you have sex. Yeah, afterwards. So but what, then it goes right back to normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. At one time, <laughs> that it was one a time. little different. It was just <laughs> different, and then the, yeah. the immediately just gone. Yeah, it was over. Yeah, no passion. <laughs> it was over. Did you go on a honeymoon? We did. Was it a sexy honeymoon? It was the sexiest honeymoon. <laughs> we actually had a lot of sex on our honeymoon. Yeah, you yeah. should. That, uh, that's that was point, when no? we actually kicked it into high gear. <laughs> <laughs> but we went to Mexico for two weeks. We stayed in a resort for two weeks, which I'd never done. And we just literally like laid around all day long and then had sex at nighttime. It was great. That's great. Yeah. That sounds like my kind of vacation. Yeah, I didn't want to do anything. Planning a wedding is a lot of work, so <sighs> you just want to just do nothing. Yeah, afterwards. I have a, a couple friends that are getting married in a couple weeks, and they're just like, we're just so looking forward for it to be over. Yeah. Because like, just for so long, you're planning and looking forward to it. It's just a... It's just great, obviously, yep. but it's a big stress, and they're like, we just wanted to be Totally, over. and tell them to go away somewhere amazing right after you have to yeah just leave i wanted to leave like the next day yeah then just go yeah because you're done with everything and and not everyone <laughs> everyone's wonderful but you're done with most things afterwards yeah but uh mexico was great and yeah we had we had tons and tons and tons of sex which was delightful there's nothing Do better you... than vacation sex oh yeah that's oh, the yeah. best kind of sex oh agreed 100 <laughs> percent. because you're in a new place like you're in your bathing suit all the time. <laughs> it was nice. And you know in the summer when it's hot, it's yeah. like, that does something for your sex drive too. So to be like in a locale that's like warm and lovely, totally. it's like Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah, like totally. And you've just been married and you're like, this is, you're on an adrenaline. so happy. Yeah. Oh man, it that's was great. Nice. Why do you guys usually have sex often? Um, it was way more often like early in the I think it's like every relationship the, the longer and longer you're together the it, less it happens yeah yeah you I, do feel that way oh totally and my friends I've talked to my friends about it recently too and they're all in the same same boat it's just kind of what happens we I mean when we first got together it was non-stop <laughs> constantly for a good like six years constantly, yeah oh, every all the time all the time and yeah. now it's Wayne. <laughs> See, I've never been in a relationship probably plus five years. Okay, and so do you, in those five years, is it constant? I think it comes in waves, Yes, I would say. Yes. I don't think it's a decline, a steady decline. Yes. But it's like a few months will go by where it's like just 
not into it as much, and yeah. then suddenly you're like, oh, you remember <laughs> how great it is? I know. That's the thing that I think I forget all the time. Yeah, Sometimes how great I'll sex say, is. Totally. Sometimes he'll say, like, let's, let's go have sex, which is very Which romantic. is a great line. Yeah, great, great. Which is what we all love. Um, but, and I'll be like, oh, no, okay, fine. And then we do it. I'm like, why would I ever would say I ever no say to that? this? This is the dumbest thing to say no. And it's I'm true. always the one saying no. It's funny. I heard from someone, uh, some kind of sex educator, can't remember exactly who it was that said this, but they said for guys and women, the way they kind of process being aroused is very mm-hmm. different. Absolutely. Like for a woman, you need to have kind of the mental and emotional ignited for the body to feel aroused. Totally. Right? Absolutely. And for guys, it's kind of the opposite. Yep. Like they feel the physical thing and then the rest falls into place. Absolutely. But for the females, it's like you have to be warmed up to the idea of it. Yep. So if he comes and says, let's have sex, which that happens a lot of times in relationships, like let's go have sex now, women are more likely to be like, nah, I'm not, no, because like your head space is not totally there and i'm also like what did you do to deserve sex right now like why do you think <laughs> what have you done this- for me lately what do you think <laughs> you've done that i should be like oh please because <laughs> <laughs> they say foreplay starts from the last time you had sex absolutely like so totally i mean all, all, all guys have to do is just put in a little work that day of. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, clean the house. Yeah. Or, like, just make me dinner. Or, like, something so sweet or whatever. Like and a nice text? A nice text. Something really sweet. And you're in. Sitting on the couch together and then someone turning to you going... I'm bored. We should go have Let's sex. have sex. Yeah. Not <laughs> quite. This doesn't, doesn't work for us. <laughs> but, that being said, it did in the beginning. Yeah. So, I don't know... If what changes if if we're just super horny in the first you know five years of being together and then yeah. all of a sudden I don't know how that changes yeah what the change was yeah because if yeah. he had said that to me you know our second week of dating then you would have been like I yeah done it immediately yeah or he wouldn't have even had to ask I would have just been doing it and you know what yeah and you know what I think the more you have sex the more you want to have sex yes. yeah as that's well. very true. Which is why, for me, I think it comes and goes in waves. Because yeah. the more you do it, the more you want to do it, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And the less you do it, the less you want to do it. Yep. Yep. I think, Because right? it becomes an ordeal then. You're like, oh, this is this is now... Uh, the We haven't done it in so long. Okay, so now, like, this is... this is I don't know. It just becomes more of a, a little ordeal, in a sense. Yeah, more Whereas, of a thing. Yeah, yeah, when before it would just be a normal, natural thing Let's that do happens. that again. Yeah. The thing we just did not <laughs> yeah. long ago. Let's do that again. <laughs> great, great. <laughs> Yeah, because it takes effort, you know, mm-hmm. to go from not having sex to starting to start Absolutely. that ball rolling. Because all of a sudden... It takes putting one, energy into Absolutely, it. because either one of you is not thinking about it in that moment. So yes. one of you is thinking about it, the other one has not thought about it... In a while. ...at that day or in a few... a week or whatever, and then all of a sudden gets thrown on them, and they're like, oh yeah, I would have to wrap my whole brain around getting into that Mindset. mode of having sex right now, whereas I'm in the mode of, you know... Watching Big Brother on television. <laughs> <laughs> they have sex on Big Brother, don't they? Probably. <laughs> they don't show that though on TV. They don't. They should. I'm I think sure if you watch they do like have sex. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think they show it. There's this thing called like the after dark, oh. and then maybe they show it there. After dark. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Yes. It's like my kind of show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I watch it too. I'm a sucker. You watch the After yeah, Dark? I like it. <laughs> I like I like I like seeing all the relationships form and what happens. Ooh. <laughs> um one other thing we just barely got into before we were so rudely interrupted so by rudely. a drill. <laughs> So you said you had been with this partner a long time, yes. but you had dated a little bit beforehand. A little bit. A little bit. Not a whole lot. I mean, but every... T- I dated, but never done, like, the dating thing. Like, casual Never. Dating. Never, ever, ever. I've always been a long-term relationship girl. Like, the, the relationship before my husband was was uh, a year and a half, and before that was three years, and before that was, I guess, high school even. So those don't really count in the end, but they were something. Yeah, so serial monogamy. Big time. Yeah. Big I'm, time. I am exactly the same way, actually. And do you, do you like that about yourself, or do you dislike that about yourself? Uh, sometimes I wish I could have I lived it up a Me bit. Me too. Specifically in college. Yeah. I feel like that's a time where you really should be figuring yourself out Absolutely. and experimenting and having fun. Totally. And uh, totally. just enjoying kind of you coming into adulthood, yep. a sexual adult, yep. sexual being. And I didn't do that Me because either. I was in a relationship the whole time. And was it a good relationship? Because I found that it my, was fine. My, my <laughs> university one, yeah, exactly. Of all the relationships, I'm like, you chose that one in over, university over like doing everything else? Yeah. Great. Smart. Good choice. Smart choice, Natalie. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Just ruined your whole... Stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> That's how I feel sometimes. You're like, you had so many opportunities to do such cool, different, experimental things, and you yeah. did nothing. <sighs> yeah. And I feel like... In your, uh, maybe it's just for me, but like in college, like I was looking good. Me too. I was toy. Like <laughs> I was, you I know, know. I you know. know. Also, you look fantastic. You do now. too, as I may have not said in this, <laughs> not this reincarnation, but <laughs> the last you one. are a very sexy lady. Oh, thank you. I was <laughs> telling Aaron before that I. I can I do not feel sexy. Like I don't get that. You ever. are so beautiful and I sexy. I feel I feel funny and I feel cute. Yeah, sometimes. you're like looking cute when you see yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah. But there's not a time where I am. I look at myself in the mirror and go like, "Wow, sex machine." Like, <laughs> see, I I don't think I get there either. <laughs> yeah, probably. Even though, as I as I said to you before, that I. Because maybe it's such a big part of my identity, sex and sexuality, yes. now that I do make the effort and I do see myself in that. Like, yeah. now, yeah. like, you know, since all this bedpost stuff. Yeah. But I don't know, even, even with that, I don't think I get to the point where I'm like, sex machine <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs> I wonder who does, though. I want to meet that person. Oh, I feel like there are dudes that are like, bathroom oh. selfie. Oh, I know. Sex machine. Oh, God. That's the one thing I'm so glad I never have to deal with is, like, the tinder aspect of dating yeah and do you like dealing with those guys that send you the pictures of them in in the mirrors yeah that happens i so don't much. hear great stories no. about this online casual dating <laughs> stuff <laughs> i don't hear great i know nothing stories. about it and i love that i know nothing about it. <laughs> yeah and i'm sorry that people have to do it because it's awful yeah like that's a lucky thing about having yeah a, a monogamous relationship absolutely yeah absolutely 
Um, but no going back hassle. to the the sexy thing, because mm. um, you were saying that you you love when people uh, can look at you. Yeah, I'm an yeah. exhibitionist. Yeah, I love like that. Yeah, that's how I feel sexy is when I feel like I'm getting attention. Yeah, yeah, I can I like see that. that. I can totally see that. I <laughs> would rather people not look at me. <laughs> I really would. What? I don't know. I have this thing where like I. I automatically, I mean, that's not true. Sometimes when I feel like I put a dress on or I put some effort in and someone, someone looks at me, I, I feel nice. That feels nice. But it doesn't feel sexy to me. It doesn't, I don't feel sexy. I just feel like, oh, like that was a nice feeling. Right. But there's not a sexiness to it. Because when I saw you, I was like, oh, you look pretty. Yeah. Which was nice. Which you're like, you feel, do you feel pretty? I feel, yeah, I feel Today? pretty. I feel pretty. I feel like you got a cute outfit on, oh, your hair looks thanks. good. Well, thanks. <laughs> got a nice makeup game on. Oh, yes. It's getting real you feel, sexy in Are you here. feeling sexy yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like that's, I, I feel like that's common, unfortunately, yeah. that, you know, body image. I know, it's a hard thing. And as you get older, right? Like. It just gets so much worse. I know or it gets better. Yeah. Some I, people get better. Get you know better what's with it. funny? Um, I definitely had a better body when I was, say, 10 years ago. Right. But I have so much more confidence now. Yeah. Which is funny. Yeah. Like, actually, me and Becky Johnson, a while, this is a while ago, we're looking at an old old pictures of us, because I knew Becky J. Johnson since I was like 14. Right. We were looking at some old pictures, and there's a picture of her when she was 19. Yeah. And she looked banging really and she was like you know what that is she's like i can see that now and be like damn that is like the best i've ever looked but that was probably when i had the least yep. confidence totally about Absolutely. my body Absolutely. and she's like isn't that crazy i look so good <laughs> me now like thir- mid 30s looking at that i look so good but i had the least confidence isn't that so sad of my life that's so sad when yeah. you look back. That's how I, that's exactly how I feel. When I look back at university pictures and I see myself, you know, like 15 pounds, you know, lighter and, yeah. and uh, I don't know, just different skin and everything's so yeah. beautiful and hair's like brighter and shinier. Yeah. And knowing that I was in like, first of all, the worst relationship of my whole life yeah. and just hated myself so much. <sighs> so to know now. I was there. I was yeah, there Yeah, right? Too. It's just awful when you look back at that time and you're like, what was I doing? I, you, you, you didn't like yourself at all in those pictures. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Whereas now you're, I mean, you were both in very nice, great relationships with yes. people. Yeah. And we genuinely like ourselves. Yes. It's so crazy. Is it just getting older? Like, I guess. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. But I, I mean, I attribute it to, to Andy helping me a lot with that kind of stuff. Very good point. I think Andy was so patient and, and confident and comfortable and, and, uh, and kind of sounds so shitty that I'm like, a man taught me how to love myself, but <laughs> he kind no, of, that's he not kind what of you're helped saying, me no. along in, in figuring out who I was and why I matter to this world. Whereas wow. I don't think I realized that before mm-hmm. being in just you know, like a, an awful relationship and then moving on to something that was so nice mm-hmm. was such a huge I'm deal. sure you felt like you didn't deserve it. No, no. And I just would try to sabotage it at every yes. point. Yeah. And that's why, no and that's why you're in the shitty relationship yeah. too, because you date, 
your self-esteem, right? Absolutely. You date what you, th- you think you deserve. Yep, you and know? you date it for a long time. Way too long. Way too long. <laughs> and you keep going back. Even even the moment that you're like, you know what? I don't need this. I'm leaving. Two weeks later, you're like, I'm nothing. You're like, take <sighs> me. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> it's so sad. Oh. It's so sad. And I can't even imagine myself ever being... Back there? Back there again. Nice. Never. See, that's great. Which is also why I see other girls like that, and I want to help. Want help to fit. so bad without overstepping the boundaries of <laughs> friendship. friendship. <laughs> like, just stop. You're gonna regret this so much later. Ugh. Yeah, so I have. A, I work with a lot of young women, like yeah. early twenties, mid twenties women, and yeah, I feel that urge. Yeah. To just be like, no, <laughs> stop. I know, but but you realize what what being a good role model takes to younger women and mm-hmm. you start you just start laying the groundwork to help yeah you now. like, like yeah. now i know what it takes i needed that role model kind of and you know partially maybe you needed to go through that in your own life to be able to big time you know get to this place now big time so Absolutely. you know everybody you know Everybody, not that everybody should go through rock bottom no, at no. all. <laughs> no, they really shouldn't. But, you know, you have to come to a place where you come around. Yeah. Like, you won't, especially at that age, I feel like you won't, you're not listening to all the things that people are telling you yeah. you need to do. Yeah. You absolutely. Know, you're only going to be more stubborn, so. And you have to get out there and actually, like, talk about it with people. Because if you just hold it all in and you're just like, this was my experience and I'm going to just keep it to myself, you're not teaching anyone anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to t- to discuss it sometimes. Hence the bedpost podcast. Head? Hence the head? Head the podcast. Head is the... <laughs> Let's talk about head after the break. Oh! Uh, so we've been drill-free for about 20 minutes. Let's take a break, and uh, we'll dive right back in with Natalie Metcalf. Yay. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you are interested in checking out the Bedpost Stage Show, the next installment of our Sex and Sexuality Variety Show is happening Friday, September 23rd at 8pm, and this month it is happening not on the third Friday like usual, but the fourth. This stacked cast includes Jess Beaulieu, Caroline Doss, Leah Larunowitz, Michael Mongiardi, Dan Twinning, Hilary Wilson, and yours truly, Aaron Pym. As always, this happens at the Social Capital Theatre, 154 Danforth Avenue, second floor above the Black Swan. For more information about any upcoming shows, follow us on Instagram and take a look at our Facebook page. Thanks so much, folks, and enjoy the rest of the episode. Hello, thanks for listening, and we are back with Natalie Metcalf. Hello. Hello, we're here. <laughs> we're still here in the library. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful library. Nobody's come in here, which is great, because it's actually a public <laughs> space. <laughs> yeah, we forgot to mention that last time. Anyone can come in and join in on the podcast. Anyone that's listening, since we're recording live, live. anyone that's listening, just yeah, come, come down to the in. library. Come in and join the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about sex more. Yeah. Yes. Mm. What uh, what do you like about sex, Natalie? Oh. What's your favorite thing to do, or what's your favorite part? Oh, okay. What's my favorite thing to do while having sex? <laughs> um. Yeah, that's the implied. <laughs> that's that's... <laughs> to be honest, there's not a whole lot I dislike. When, when that's when a good I do... place to be. It's 
honestly, sex is most one of those wonderful things. Yes. I um I'm not a huge uh, initiator of okay. sex. I like uh, someone to take complete control for the most part. Okay. Whereas uh, I know other people that I know other females who who, who really love to, to initiate initiate and do all that. And have I have the not upper that hand at all. I am that in the beginning of a relationship, and then it's flips. That's funny. I'm it the same. Flips way. later on because I think I think the sociopath in me uses <laughs> sex to be manipulative in the beginning. <gasps> I do that too. <laughs> I do. do I that. think about that all the time. I where I'm do like, do you're that. a sociopath. Like, in the first, like, year of a relationship, I use it, I use it, I use it, and then I slowly start to take it away. <laughs> I'm a psycho. I'm a psychopath. <laughs> I think I use it, well, I big time use it, like, to lock in a relationship. Absolutely, At the beginning. of course. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think I manipulate with it, but, like... Well, that's what it is. <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> I think I like really turn it on. Me too. Like especially in the beginning to like try and like get them to like me. Basically, absolutely. I do. Isn't that shitty? It's so shitty, but it's exactly what I do. I don't know if I would do that now because, and maybe you wouldn't either because it's been a decade. I don't know. And for me, it's been a half decade. Yeah, exactly. So I can't say if I do that. Say if Matt and I some terrible thing happened. Right. Matt and I were together anymore. If I would still. Continue to do I that. Know. I hope not. Maybe well, don't you kind of want to find out at the I same. Kinda do. <laughs> I kind of want to know if I'm still a an complete, asshole. Yeah, a complete <laughs> jerk. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I probably am. I think I would still. I think I might too. But I just, I, I love having that power in the beginning of being like, we're gonna have sex when I want it this way, doing this. But then I like to be able to give that power over eventually. Yeah, and be like, it is now. You Pass and the baton. I would love for you to just do what you want. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that's what I like oh, yeah. the most. Yeah. And you just keep just keep flipping me around. Like I don't care. <laughs> it's all different ways. I don't just care. That way. This yeah. way. Yeah. Back that way. I'll let you know when something's wrong. Up just there. Keep going. Around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but maybe it's also like you just get so comfortable with the person, like with my husband or other boyfriends that I've been with. That I trust them to do. Sure, they exactly know what, what you like. Is. I don't. I wouldn't be. I think it's exactly. What are the odds they're going to do something that you don't exactly. like? Exactly. They've been sleeping with you for however totally. long. Totally. Which is also maybe one of the reasons why we're so powerful. In the maybe you have to too. teach them. To, you really have to yeah. show them what you like. So that's the good side of it, not the scary manipulation. <laughs> yeah. Let's say that's, it's that. Well, okay. Well, let's that's say it, it's that's that. it. That's it. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's true though like yeah it's funny i i'm i like being submissive in the bedroom yeah. but i like very specific things like uh, with role play and stuff so it's not something that can organically happen no. so it's like i need to tell the person exactly the things so that when it's in the situation in the bedroom yes. it's like they're yeah like because it, it's like they've read a script and they're now yes. playing the part that they've ru- memorized the script. Yes, like it ruins it for me if I have to tell them in the moment what to do because Absolutely. I want to be on this in the sub spectrum. Yes, yeah, so and I can't be telling you what to do. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, like, Matt's like, that's what's not good with you because you don't like to communicate in the actual in the bedroom because I want to feel like they're just, like, 
taken it, totally. right? But they're not because I've already told them <laughs> exactly every single There's thing. There's bullet points in your bedroom of everything. It's that just needs on to the wall, <laughs> so I don't need to like actually talk. Um, yeah, I just refer point. to them. <laughs> Number three. Okay. You skipped, you skipped one. Yeah. <laughs> that's great, though. But that's great. At least you're being completely honest and open with how you want things to be done. Well, I think that develops over time. Yes. That takes a while. Yes. That took us a while. Of course it Specifically, does. that took me and Matt in a, while, a while to figure out. Absolutely. Well, especially if it... I mean, I don't know how specific your things are, especially if they're very very specific too yeah. like I don't know if that's a if I like specific role play oh I've never done role play really I don't know anything about role play <laughs> teach me what do I what should do I you do? talk do you talk at all yeah we talk are but you just like, like oh yeah that feels yeah. good that type of a thing yeah I've, I'm way too insecure <laughs> and nervous to be like that's so funny because you're an improviser I know I know but you don't feel that no, free no but I feel like I can't I can't look at at my my boyfriend or husband and and look at them as anything other than who they are. Like I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to be like, oh, he's playing a role. Like I, ugh, I don't know how to do you it. You know what? I don't know if I completely do that either. I think a lot of it is like Matt's still himself, but he's doing things like I'm, I'm being way too vague right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you don't so no, 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 okay. I will be specific. <laughs> I was like, I don't mean to... No, I will be. Okay, okay. So it's not like... Like, there's one thing where I just want him to, like, play with my body, and I want... Yeah. For some reason, I really want him to, like, work everything out. Like, right. Like, work out my butt so it's not as tight. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, like, stuff like this. So he doesn't necessarily need to be someone else. To oh. do that, like sometimes the role play is like he needs to work out my butt so that this other person can fuck my butt. Oh, you know, I like see. stuff like that. Interesting. Although he also plays a role that is dirty masseuse. I like that role. That's yeah. what I would want. Yeah, for sure. I love dirty masseuse. Dirty masseuse. <laughs> Matt's like Matt's bored of dirty masseuse, right? <laughs> I, like, want it all the time. So, like, he'll be like, what do you want me to talk about? And I'm like, dirty masseuse. And then he's like, okay. Then he starts, like, ten seconds of dirty masseuse. And then he, like, goes off on another tangent just for his own interest. Yeah. And then, like, but I want dirty masseuse, right? So, like, he's talking about this other (laughs) shit. (laughs) And I'm just like, okay. And then, like, honestly, like, so, like, maybe 15 minutes go by. And then, like... The second he goes back to Dirty Masseuse, I come. <laughs> That's so funny. And he's like, and he realizes that he's like, yeah, yeah, I should have just stuck with Dirty Masseuse. <laughs> he's like, I, I gotta do something for myself. He's like, I'm just so bored. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because he's also an improviser. He he's is. also like, his brain's going off on Yeah, he wants to do other things. He's gonna do other bits. Yeah. <laughs> You can't just stick to one bit. And that's funny because Matt uh, is, Matt hates like, he likes, he does a lot of sketch. Yeah. But he doesn't get, like, if he has to do a show or do the same sketch twice. Yes. To him, he's like. No, I'll just add new things. He's like, why am I, he doesn't get doing the sketch a second time. Right. Like for him, it's the most boring thing. Right. Of course. It translates to the bedroom. (laughs) 
Like, he needs to, like, keep himself occupied. He can't do the same script twice, or oh, else he so doesn't, funny. he's bored. He didn't, well, he adds lines all the time. Oh, yeah, things. you've done sketch oh, with done him, sketch right? Before, and he's yes. got to. He like, can't. He can't, can't hold himself back. He can't. Because he's got to make it new for himself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Matt's going to be so mad. I know, right? Already we were talking about Matt's like, I don't listen to the podcast anymore. <laughs> Gives me anxiety. <laughs> I'm like, we don't talk about you. No, we don't. <laughs> and then for the last you. ten minutes. Great. Love it. He loves me. Um, <laughs> uh, no, what people don't know, though, is that, like, we don't just, he doesn't just let me do whatever the hell I want. He actually does give me, like, real parameters of stuff he's comfortable with me talking about. Yeah. And, like, stuff he specifically does not want me to talk about. That's good. He is very specific. Yeah. So, like, don't feel weird if your partner is saying, you know, I don't exactly feel comfortable with you doing this and that. Like, I may present as somebody who just does whatever the fuck I want. Right. That is not true. No. That is not true at all. No, that's... And actually, I have cut up some episodes. Really? Oh, yeah. Specifically, the Monica Humberg episode. Oh, really? I chopped up. Because, like, I just started talking about something that, in the back of my mind, I'm like, Matt's told me not to talk about this, (laughs) like, a long time ago, but... I'm like, maybe it's changed by now, and we just talked about it, and then I told Matt what we talked about on the episode, and he's like, you know I don't want you talking about that. And I'm like, I did know that. I did know. I did know. Yeah. I knew. And then, like, (laughs) then I had to tell Monica, I'm like, I'm so sorry, like, it's a short episode. Oh, no. I'm like, I'll have you back, I promise. Yeah, absolutely. Which which I'm going to at some point soon. Yeah, she's great. Actually, she's great. Yeah. Yeah, she's a lovely lady. We caught lunch, uh, the other day, actually. We talked about sex, but just, like, organically, the two of us having lunch, and I'm like, I 100% need you to have Absolutely. you back now. Uh, but anyways, that episode is so chopped up. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Matt and Monica. <laughs> I know, I'm the worst. What, do you use any toys or anything? Uh, we did. We used, did. We, we honestly don't use them uh, so much anymore, but we used uh, toys. I mean, I have my own toys, toys that yes. I will use for me. Just for you? Just for me. He... He, we haven't used a toy together in actually a long time. And it, even then it was just like the, the bullet. Bullet vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was all it was really. Yep. At the time. Um, but you don't even use that anymore? No. Not no. that you need to use you toys don't. in the bedroom. No, you, you don't. You don't. But. Some people do. I do actually. You need it. I need it. You need it. I need to. Yeah. That's interesting though. I haven't, I haven't found yet that I need it, mm-hmm. but I kind of want to, it might be nice to like, I don't know. Do use it as well. New things, yeah. And I, to be honest, we've never actually gone to even a sex shop like together. together. I don't we should. think. Maybe we have once. Oh no, we did once. We did once, but that was so long ago, and that was just a vibrator that I bought. But uh, yeah, you should go and just like browse, even just to like talk. Yeah, you know, even if you're not going to buy anything, yeah, just to like open idea. up a conversation, just walk around the store, point out things. So oh, that looks fun. Yeah, or, like you know. That's exactly I've what never, we should do. I've never, never tried anything like that. Have you? What's your you favorite know? thing? Like, what's something that I should like think about using? I use a bullet vibe as well. Yeah. Uh, right now, I use the Wee Vibe Tango Bullet Vibe. Okay. Bullet Vibe, uh-huh. which I enjoy a lot. Okay. Uh, I love that one. When I first got that, I felt like the frequency was a little high for me. Yeah. But I got used to it very quickly. Did you? Okay. I did. So I love that now, and it's like a little hard plastic bullet. Yeah. That's my vibe. 
that, and it's worked for a long time now. We Vibe's a good company. Okay, that's interesting. I've never... That's the one that makes that couple's vibe, that U-shaped couple's vibe that clips on her, which I have tried, but I actually didn't enjoy. No. Though I have a friend that uses that to masturbate. That's her only vibe she ever has used, and she's ecstatic about it. Really? So it just didn't work for me, but I've heard from other people that they really enjoy that couple's vibe Interesting. Yeah. She just uses it on herself. That's so funny. She's actually, I don't think she's ever used it with a partner. Huh. Maybe once or twice. Good for her. It's great. Just take that couple's vibe for yourself. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not someone who gets overly uh, clitoral stimulated. Yeah. I'm more like just... Just straight fucking. (laughs) (laughs) So those things, I'm like, great. Like I could use it, and and or I cannot. (laughs) And both, like, I mean, it's helpful. Yeah, but I, I in the end just want things to be as hard as possible. (laughs) Really? Yeah. (laughs) I love a good hard fuck. It's my favorite. I don't come that way, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah. But you do get off that way. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't come often. Yeah. It's not something that happens to me regularly. It's okay. something that really has to like it has to be for a while and yeah. it has to be both clitoral and yeah. um and penetration. But even that, like I could you could still take away the clitoral and I would be fine. I don't need to come all the time. It's not something yeah. that's some for me that I need always. Yeah. I'm more than fine with just like Half an hour of crazy sex. Yes. And then See, I'm, I love that too. I'm just, I'm totally fine. And I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I don't need it. I definitely, I'm the same way. I need a lot of like specific attention for yes. me to get off. Yes. But I love just having yeah, sex. I absolutely. love it. I'm totally fine. I love a fine. good bang. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love it. And yeah. I don't need to come. No. Like, that is no, so I'm good enough. No, I'm more than stimulated yes. for that. Yeah. And I'm more than satisfied. I'm, I'll yes. never leave it being like, oh, man. Yeah, I didn't get off. No, I'm never. Which never. I think is important to say, because I have a lot of guests on the podcast that, just the nature of the podcast, they're very open sexually. Yes. And know a lot about themselves sexually. Yes. And that's probably not the norm for women. No. Right? So no. I have a lot of people on this podcast that are like, I come five times a session. And, like, oh, don't feel bad that. that you don't, you know? Like, never. Like, that's not the norm. That's no. great, and a lot of women can do that and power yeah. to them. And Is that just, like, training? Like, how? It's, like how? it's a lot of things. It's so many factors. Yeah, it's I the guess. way your body is built. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's the way your body is set up. It's where your clitoris sits on you. That it's getting stimulated. Yeah you know, easier or whatever. It's, yeah, it's habits mm-hmm. forming. It's certain partners. Yeah, it's so many factors. It's Crazy. so many factors. Crazy. Five. I couldn't even imagine. Me neither. I've, uh, I came three times once by myself. Oh, That's yeah. the most. Yeah. And I've only done that once. In, in your whole life. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I go for two by myself. I've gone, I've had two with Matt once. Interesting. Yeah, but that's my, like, max for multiple, multiples. I don't even, I think I've maybe done multiples, like, twice or three times in my whole life. Yeah, yeah. It's just not something. Also, like... It's not on my radar. It's not, like, something we're going for. No, 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 no. I mean, there was a time where, where with old boyfriends, you'd have sex, like, six times in one day. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you're not, I, there's no way that was gonna happen every single time. No. That's not, that's not a thing. Also, if you're having sex six times in one day, 
it's not good sex because my body should be sore and I should be done after one or two at the most. Yeah, I think the most I had sex in a day was something crazy like 11 times with a very new partner. And it was like, no, it's funny. It got bad and then it got good again. (laughs) (laughs) And then it got bad. Because it was like taking a break. You're like, you're really not going full force. You want it, but you don't really want it. And then later on, you want it again. Uh, Yeah. It got bad again at the very end. Because <laughs> I was like, this is too much. <laughs> I'm so sore. Why? Why? Why do we feel Why like we, we need to do this? <laughs> let's talk. Yeah, let's Maybe do we'll anything else. Watch a movie. Let's take a fucking break. Oh my god. Seriously. But that's what happens in the beginning. You just go crazy. You just want sex all the time. Yeah. And that's lovely. Oh, it's so good. I mean, there are times where something sexy happens in our relationship because we're trying we constantly try to branch out and yeah do and some, that's good do some new things and we'll try something that like really is sexy for us yeah and then we'll go a little while where we are having sex like yeah not 11 times a day but no. like once or twice a day yeah like for a week or something right. if something super sexy is like right. in our heads that week some where sort of where do you get these thing. sexy ideas from these sexy ideas do you hear, hear them from other people do you like search them on the internet. Do you find them in a store? Like what? Like where? Where does the, the inspiration come from? These sexy ideas come from. Uh, I think. I think trying to make fantasies we've always had. Yeah. Trying to make them a reality. Okay. So like certain types, say certain types of porn that you've always watched, yes. and that just kind of has always stayed in fantasy land for you. Then suddenly trying to actually. Uh, live out the thing that's happening Mm -hmm. not just in a porn but like just even say a relationship model like we dated we've dated two girls now like kind of in a triad yeah so that's a thing that we were always kind of like thinking about and like ooh, we've heard of people doing this and like i think that would be interesting and sexy for me yeah let's try it yeah you know And it's been a positive experience both times. The second time, more so. Oh, that's good. Because I think the first time, I don't know, for a first time for everything. Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of weird, and you don't know what's going on, and you have weird expectations, and of course, everyone's not on the same page. And like, but once you've done it once, I think you kind of know. Yes, you kind of have a better idea. Yes, of course. You know, the second time, so it's a little better the second time. In my brain, I'm always like, how do those things come about? Like, how does, how does one just... Think of a thing. <laughs> think of it, yeah. Like, how does it even happen? But I, I guess I just need to expand my brain more. Yeah, I think I'm introduced to a lot of stuff through, like, bedpost. Like, yeah. I hear a lot of, like, Yeah, you do. Yeah, I have a lot of cool sexual and sexuality professionals talk totally. and stuff like that. So I Your say, show is so good. Oh my god, you are... It's okay. so good, your show. Everyone <laughs> should you. go and see bedpost. It's such a good show. Thank you so much. Um, what was really funny about you... <laughs> The show, okay, the show that you played in, yeah. which was, like, a few months ago yeah. now, was, like, all sex workers, right? All sex workers. <laughs> and, all sex workers. And, and me and... Lisa my, Gilroy. Lisa Gilroy, who is... She's the sweetest. Sweetest, She's sweetest a YTV girl. star. Yeah, she's a, a YTV star. Um, so she... And she, But she's also, like, very, like, naive and, and young. And, she's lovely. And, but we're, we have the same, similar brain in that sense, where we're... we're we both just sat there being like, 
whoa, this is insane what everyone's talking about. But everyone treated it with such respect and, and openness and no one right. other than Lisa and I Yeah, were you in the were just there with, I wish I could have seen, I wish I was sitting with you guys. Because Matt was sitting with you guys yeah. and he's like, I was having more fun watching Lisa and Natalie react. Because we're so green when it comes to all that kind of stuff. Like, I know nothing. But it was so fucking interesting listening to everyone talk. Because I think that was the one where Lady Shane talked about having her foot in a guy's in ass. In someone's butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, something I would never think could fit in a butt was in a butt. That is not a shape of something that should be able to fit in there. Like, give, it, give the size, take the size away. The shape alone of your foot should not fit, fit in, in someone's butt. rectum. <laughs> So funny. Thank you. <laughs> but I like that though. I like that you have people like sex like sex workers who are very open yeah. with their sexuality and, and what happens in those situations. And then you have people like Lisa and I who are just like, <laughs> We do sex stuff. <laughs> we don't know anything. We don't know anything. It's like it's that it's a it's a show where anyone can go and watch it and they can see both. Both sides. Both sides of things. Yeah. yeah and they can see you and Lisa, and they can see Lady Shane, <laughs> the dominatrix. Well, Lisa and I, I think after that show, we, like, ran up to Lady Shane just to be You like, did? You did? Yeah, we, like, ran... Both of us were like, we have to go talk to her. Because we were just like, what is... Like, how does your life work? Yeah. Like, just I wanted to so just interview interested. her again. Because I could have listened to her to go on forever yeah. about things. Yeah. Her I've intervie- and, and Andrea, both that time. Yeah. I've interviewed Lady Shane, maybe four times now yeah. like on the podcast and then in the live show and I still just like have so many questions to ask her. She's so beautiful. She is too and she's so lovely. Yeah. Yeah, she's really lovely. Your friend, she's so cool. Yeah, she's a cool girl. Like honestly, like she would love she loves people too. Like, yeah. so she would love to get your number and just be like, "Hi," like <laughs> yeah. and just talk. Like she loves people. <laughs> oh, that's great. She's, yeah. she's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, go see Go see the bedpost. Go see bedpost. Go see bedpost. Natalie, we should be wrapping up. Yes. Uh, Is there anything? Uh, <laughs> I have bedpost that you've promoted a lot. Do you oh. have anything that you have coming up? Um. Yeah. What do I? What do I have coming up? Um. Uh. Well, Lisa and I, mm-hmm. we do. Um. Our our duo or improv duo is called Probably Pregnant, <laughs> and um, we are doing a, a Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. This is how na- <laughs> so young and naive we are. <laughs> We're doing a mystery based on the show uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, uh, the Adventures of Mary Kate and Ashley. Uh, we are doing that September first at Bad Dog Theater. <laughs> about a foot in someone's ass and now I'm promoting <laughs> Ashley and Mary, Mary Kate. Kate Olsen. <laughs> what is my life? <laughs> uh, and, and some other shows. And other guys. stuff. There's so many shows in improv. <laughs> yeah, you do a lot, right? There's so a lot. Where do you do shows typically? Usually uh, Bad Dog Theater. Yep. Uh, best and most amazing theater I love so much. I love everyone there. Uh, also Comedy Bar is wonderful and at Social Capital Theater. Natalie, thank you so, so much. Thank you. I know you were nervous to do it. I was so nervous. You did great. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my God. My pleasure. 
this has been Natalie Metcalf, everybody, and I'm Aaron Pym. This has been the Bedpost Podcast. Uh, check back often because we release a new episode every Friday. And if you want to see the Bedpost stage show, uh, the variety show runs at the Social Capital Theater the third Friday of every month at 8 p.m. Except this September, uh, we're actually doing it the fourth Friday, having a very special show on the 23rd. For more information on everything Bedpost, please visit our Facebook page. We're also newly on Instagram. Lastly, our podcast features original music by Steph Copeland. She's amazing. Please check her out. She can be reached on Facebook or at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com. <laughs>